Fuck yeah, Friday's going up on a Tuesday. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everyone. Uh, my name is Jacob Plick. I am your host for this episode two of Fuck Yeah Fridays. Um, it is Tuesday, um, 9-15-2015, September for the 15th, that is. Uh, welcome. Sit down. Have a seat. Enjoy yourself. Take a load off. If you're already sitting, you're probably somewhere in a cubicle in your office right now. You should probably stretch a little bit. You've probably been sitting down for too long. You know, kind of touch your toes a little bit. You'll be good, man. It's all good, baby. It's a beautiful, beautiful day out. Uh, overcast, I think, a little bit as I look outside. Um, anyway, lots to cover this uh, this week. Um, kind of a couple episodes in, in, uh, in one here. Um, the original plan was to do this last Friday. Uh, but I did not have a voice. <laughs> John Con was was pretty insane. Uh, we'll get into that. Um, lots of stuff to talk about between Dragon Con uh, engagements, which are incredible. Um, some Nintendo awesomeness that I really wanted to talk about. Some Canada awesomeness of the Raccoon Persuasion. Um, and um, I can really only describe this in two words: PVC Penisgate. We'll get into that. I promise. Uh, unfortunately, and I guess fortunately, a lot to talk about there, um, as I've as I've recently discovered. Uh, anyway, welcome. Let's get rolling, yo. talk about today um really wanted to start actually with a bit of a life lesson um that i learned yesterday uh or rather yeah actually yesterday um yesterday being monday um everyone's kind of got a had a case of the mondays on the on the interwebs yesterday so it's kind of interesting just to kind of see it from a, a timeline perspective and you know not a lot of people had a, a very good day and you know a lot of people blamed it on the whole monday escapade um i didn't have the best sunday evening um to be perfectly honest with you uh was super excited for uh for the jaguars game um did not pull out a win and i was really 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 honestly probably more upset than i've i've ever been um at a jaguars game because uh i've, I've been a season ticket holder for about five years now a little maybe a little longer maybe maybe six but i never really had an expectation to Sounds awful, but an expectation to be really good because we, talent wise, we just weren't weren't where we needed to be. So you know, you know, you you go and you and because you have, we have a good time um, tailgating, circling up, uh, as I mentioned last last time, um, just having an overall good time and just generating just this positive energy about something that we all care about um, in in this team. And but this was the first year that I, I think I was really I had an expectation to to do to do at least decent, and the product on the field just did not did not live up to to my expectations and and I was very 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 frustrated and I remember waking up yesterday and thinking, dude, it's fucking football, man. It's it's not even a big deal. Why are you so bent out of shape about it? And I thought about it for a little bit and. I think a lot, a lot of us can kind of take something from this is that 
not to really be as as much concerned about things that we can't control. I can't control the product on the field. All I can do is, you know, show my support and support, you know, the, the gentlemen on the field and, you know, and go to the games and try to hype the crowd up to get them into it. Um, and that's that's what I can control. If I did a good job of that, I, I think I did. Um, that's what I can control. And, you know, you pick yourself up, you, you move forward. Right. So at least that's the idea. And I was watching some interviews because, you know, as one does, the whole Monday morning quarterbacking type stuff. And um, and I, I was watching a bunch of interviews and, yeah, everyone seems to be pretty disappointed from a, a player and coach perspective. But, you know, there's there's another game Sunday. We all right. You learn from from the mistakes that you made and, and you, you 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 learn from those and you move forward. And I think that's a really important like kind of almost a reminder that, you know what, man, like you're going out there next Sunday and you're going to do the same thing. You're going to be super fucking excited. You're going to hang out with your friends at the tailgate. You're probably going to to have a little bit too much fireball (laughs) and you're going to have a good time and it's going to be okay because at the end of the day, that's, that's only one game. There are 15 more. So, um, just something I wanted to share kind of right off the top. Um, Again, welcome. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me on this uh, lovely Tuesday occasion of Fuck Yeah Fridays. Um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I didn't get a chance to to record an episode last week um, or actually the week prior because I was uh, out of town uh, in Atlanta at Dragon Con. Um, initially, the plan was to try to record something kind of live and in the middle of of the of the chaos, but there's really not a quiet place to. Uh, to do that when you've got 70,000 fucking people going absolutely ape shit about, um, you know, between anime, video games, comics, tabletop gaming, the list goes on and on. A bunch of industry guests, uh, including John Berriman of Arrow fame in a blue cocktail dress, which was interesting. Didn't see that one coming. Um, it's funny too, because I didn't really actually go to any panels, um, when I was at Dragon Con, uh, because for the most part, my convention experience experiences rather, you know, at least in the past several years, has been really just catching up with people um, that I've been friends with forever. Because I've been going to conventions off and on for the better part of ten years, um, and it's really interesting now in in 2015, kind of how friendships kind of uh, blossom and, and move forward. Because we don't we don't really see each other too much. Like for the most part, a lot of these guys that I saw at dragon con, I haven't seen since hell last dragon con or even, uh, a couple of years, but you know, you keep up with each other through the, through the Facebooks and the Twitters and you kind of still know what, what people are doing. And, uh, so it's good to kind of catch up and, and really, you know, get together. And I don't feel like, I lost any friends. I, I feel like I just gained a bunch of new ones and, and renewed some some existing ones. So, and I even mentioned this uh, to a couple of people. It's funny how something so exhausting that like and you know keep in mind this is five days of drinking, dancing, debauchery, ridiculousness, loudness, all that shit for uh, over the course of a five day period. That something so uh, physically exhausting can be so mentally rewarding, at least speaking for myself. I don't think anyone that, that I talked to had, had a bad time. Um, at least a decent time for the most part, everything I've read, everyone had an awesome time. Um, a couple of things to kind of call out, um, elevated parties. Now what the fuck is an elevated party, right? 
Uh, seems pretty simple. Uh, you have to go up and down an elevator to get to and from where you're going, um, especially when uh, the main hotel that you're staying in is, I think, 25 to 30 floors. I don't really know. Uh, but they take forever because there are, you know, 70,000 people and there's a finite amount of elevators available. And especially when some decide to break down or some are down due to the portions of the hotel being under construction. So that's always a good time. Um, so we decided, you know what, what the hell? Because a lot of times there's a, there's actually there's this uh, Dragon Con kind of tradition of you have to go up to go down and vice versa. Because a lot of times to, to get an elevator, if you want to go down several floors, you're going to have to catch one going up to go down. Um, so why not blast some fucking music? You're going to be on the elevator for a little while and dance, you know, have a good time while, you, while you're while you're there. Um, it's always very interesting to, you know, because we, we were pretty known for kind of flash mobbing the different hotels, just going to different hotels. And uh, my roommate, Ray, um, has a big ass boombox that you can kind of drag around kind of like luggage and then we'll blast some music and just stop and start dancing. And people will uh, will come around and, and, and join the join the festivities, um, sometimes hundreds of people, which is ridiculous. Um there's film of it, I'm sure. Um, but that's always a really, really monumental good time. The elevated parties in, in particular is really funny because, you know, sometimes they last five seconds. Sometimes they last a few minutes. Sometimes people are like, what the fuck are you doing? But, you know, I, I hope anyway that they can appreciate what we're trying to accomplish. And we're just trying to have a good fucking time, you know. So um, as far as call outs go, that was, is always a good time. Uh, flash mobs in general. Um, are incredibly exhausting, but always, always very fun, especially when you're, because realistically what's happening is, uh, we're just saying, Hey, you know what? We're having a fucking good time and we want you to join us. And that usually ends up being the case because then we, um, there's film and video of, of us just dancing and having a good time. You know, maybe it's a little bit of line dancing, maybe, uh, maybe the wop, the wobble, you know, all of the, the usual, uh, dance club type stuff. Um, so that's always a really good time. And then we escalate that and bring out our usual very large punch out group, which is <laughs> always really surprising to me because it's a little saddening for me because this is incredibly selfish. I don't like to shave, um, which is really stupid uh, sounding. Um, but I grow, uh, about 10 to 15 years when I have just a mustache and I cosplay Doc Lewis from, uh, from punch out. He's the coach slash trainer of uh, little Mac who is, is played by my roommate Ray. Um, and we have, um, a bunch of, bunch of the characters that, that little Mac fights and, and just, and sometimes there are just like play fights that will, uh, will kind of just start with the, the punch out kind of training theme in the background. And that seems to get a crowd and, uh, which is, which is ridiculous on its own. Now, last year in 2014, uh, we were just dancing, having a good time, um, uh, in our punch out crew, about eight or nine of us. And then suddenly, uh, and there's a, a big crowd surrounding us. Um, and then suddenly just out of nowhere, this, uh, Rocky, uh, and, uh, Drago cosplayer from, uh, Rocky four just show up and I just, everyone just loses their mind. Um, 
<laughs> which is just ridiculous because it's one of those things that can only happen in in in, in cosplay because you know those two characters are never going to meet in any sort of form. Um, but outside of I guess really weird fan fiction, I guess uh, I don't know. But uh, so that was really really incredible. So they they hung out with us last year and uh, and we were running a bit late. And we were we because we, we had kept in contact with them. Um, as a matter of fact, I think the Rocky cosplayer was Wolverine the the day before and wanted to meet up uh, for pictures and, and video and you know choreograph fights and, and stuff like that. And uh, like like we did the the, the last year, and uh, we were running late, so we we uh, didn't end up getting to meet up with them. But uh, we heard the I heard the music from afar, and I'm actually the one dragging the the jukebox at the time. And I just, you know, which is so, so faux pas. You don't run into somebody else's photo shoot. I fucking, because we're at this point, by the way, I skipped this step. We, uh, we play the punch out training theme and we'll just start running. And then I'll look behind me and there are 20, 30, 45, 50, 60, uh, hundreds of people. Nah, not hundreds of people this time, but a, a shit ton of people behind us just running, um, Keep them, and for some reason, we, and we just we'll just run from the the different hotels. Keep in mind, this is a uh, there are five hotels, um, I believe five or six main convention hotels uh, that we kind of we kind of stuck to the Hyatt and the Marriott, which is uh, in downtown Atlanta. Um, speaking of which, the elevators are famous for being in like the Hunger Games movies or whatever, so that's kind of a cool little fun anecdote. Uh, but anyway, so. From there, we're just running around, and I just run right into them. And then, just like last year, just you could just hear just this groundswell of just like holy shit, oh my god! And then just it just kind of like goes up. It's funny. It's I, I I as I'm thinking about it, I don't I don't think I described it well enough. But like I can I can only think of it from like a, a wrestler point of view when the music hits and the crowd like comes alive. That's exactly, and, and selfishly, I've always wanted to experience that, but I never thought I could because I'm not a professional wrestler. But uh, that's about as good as it gets, I think. Um, just that groundswell of just positive emotion, like, oh my God, this is happening. Holy fuck, these guys are here. And then we, we spent uh, the better part of, a, I guess, 30 to 45 minutes with those guys um, getting pictures and doing some some play fighting or whatever which is which was always really fun um the rocky and the drug are really good about like just calling different spots and stuff to to make it look kind of cool uh but the absolute best one um my buddy trevor is glass joe and uh, he's fighting drago and they're uh so they touch gloves at right at the beginning to signify the beginning of the fight right and trevor goes flying just way out of just gone and of course the fight's over because you know it's glass show he's one in 99 what the fuck is he gonna do against drago right just absolutely so so well done um and i feel like i'm glassing over a few stuff um a few things um i got into a promo off <laughs> with randy with a uh with randy savage which you know dream come true um I don't, everyone's got a Randy Savage impression, I don't really have a good one, uh, you know, cup of coffee in the big time, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm terrible, uh, but that was really, really good, um, he, he had the whole Macho King gimmick going on, and he was super fun, it was good to hang out with him for a little bit, um, 
And before I get into the most important, kind of probably the best thing I've ever I've ever witnessed as far as a, a convention goes is uh, on Sunday nights, which is the day before uh, the day before we all leave. Um, I uh, we we all get together with a bunch of the alcohol we've purchased or um, received over the week. Because again, this is a five day long experience, and we're already like on Saturday, as I'd like to describe it. Thursday is one is one day, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are three convention Saturdays in a row, which is just fucking insane. Like we'll wake up and be like, "Oh, we're we're, we're still going." <laughs> so um, from there, we get together and we do we get a bunch of of alcohol together, and we all hang out on the tenth floor of the Marriott Marquis. There's no um, hotel rooms on that. It's one of those, I guess, like a, like a meeting sort of floor, I guess you could say. And um, from there, what we do, what we end up doing is we just kind of get together, party, hang out. You know, it's the last hurrah of Dragon Con, so to speak, before we all have to go our separate ways, separate separate ways, <laughs> separate ways uh, for uh, for the time being. And uh, these two gentlemen come up to us and are. I come up to the party and they're they're talking about how they they know a bunch of celebrities and, and stuff that that kind of want to hang out but you know they don't want to make it a, a super big deal um and you know because they'll get mobbed by fans and stuff like that so they were wanting to know if we had um, a room that they could just kind of you know party in and uh and we were like yeah sure whatever no big deal and me and a couple of friends um or we go to their room and uh then all of a sudden, next thing I know, and and they well they ask me to come with them just because they don't know those those guys and they want to make sure everything's good and you know there's nothing more intimidating than a beefy black guy <laughs> that that I can I can pull off the in- intimidating facial look I'm I'm a teddy bear I love everything I mean I'm the king of hugs for goddamn sake but um after all you know they don't know me so they have no idea what's going on and uh, as far as me goes. And uh, so we, we get in the room, and the next thing I know, this guy pulls out a bag, a baggie of cocaine. What? Yeah, you heard me right. Motherfucking cocaine. So I'm sitting here on the on the bed. He's he's in front of the television, uh, like nightstand drawer looking thing, and he's he's you know picking at it, and, and like I'm I'm just sitting here like, oh my god. It's like in every movie, everything is, they're so right, oh my god. And so, keep keep this in mind. I'm not like, holy fuck, you didn't, This that's not cool, get the fuck out. I'm sitting here thinking, oh wow, all the movies are right. That's my first thought process. Maybe there's something wrong with me, I don't know. But, I'm sitting here just like, wow, alright. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's picking at it, and then he's, he's separating it and cutting it, just like they do in the movies. There's lines. On the on the on the, I guess the dresser or whatever, and he's cutting it up, and you know, do you want some? N- no, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> no way. What the fuck is this real life? Like, I had, and I'm just looking around. Like, is is anyone going to say anything, or, or are we all are we okay with this? Now, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of marijuana myself it's not anything that, that I care to try ever again um, 
been there, done that in my past. I don't have a problem with with admitting that. Um, tried it a few times. Not my cup of tea. I'll take I'll take alcohol any day. Very much. Thank you so much. So, and you know, he proceeds to well, he's got these four lines, and nobody else wants any. So he proceeds to to go to town. Him and his buddy, and and I'm just I'm just absolutely speechless. Like, and I, and you guys know me. I, I'm that's not anything in my wheelhouse. Uh, that doesn't happen to me. I feel like I should have been upset. That I was put in that situation, but it, for some reason, it just wasn't a big deal. Um, so fuck yeah, Dragon Con, I guess. Um, so that was on Sunday night. Let me kind of rewind to uh, what I believe was was Saturday, um, and I got a chance to be a part of something that I look back on. I look back on for. The rest of my life is as a probably a top fifteen, top twenty moment, if not top five. So, um, my buddy Sean, as we we call him, seen he's the queen of hugs, by the way. Um, I don't, I'm not even going to give backstory on that; it's too long, <laughs> and this podcast is going to be long enough because we're we're going over a couple a lot of stuff today. So, um, so basically, uh, about a year ago, he 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 decides that he wants to propose to his. I guess now fiance spoiler she said yes um and uh uh named Lauren who is uh very very pretty and uh so this has been the plan for about a year now they've they actually purchased the ring together which I thought was really interesting um so they so she knew that this was coming um but not quite the way it all turned out so uh as it goes, actually, I'm sorry. I believe this was Sunday. Now that I think about it, Sunday Sunday morning or Sunday early afternoon. Uh, League of Legends is a, is a video game that they play together. It's a, a, a MOBA kind of like um, Dota, I believe. And if you're familiar with those types of video games, um, and so from there, uh, he wants to propose during the photo shoot. And uh, my roommate Ray is one of the, the the guys running it, so uh, they set it up. No big deal. Um, and I just remember cause like this entire like build up to, to this moment, I remember being like me, I'm not even part of this, this, this ceremony. Like this is all Sean and Lauren, right? I remember being super fucking nervous. Very, very like, oh my God, like my heart was beating out of my chest. Um, so we meet up with them beforehand and kudos to Sean because what he ended up doing is giving, uh, the ring to um, uh, who is his best man, Randall uh, and uh, Randall's girlfriend, Ashley, who expertly palmed it to Sean during uh, earlier that afternoon. I barely saw it. I just happened to be looking uh, at right when they, right when the transfer happened, it was perfect. Uh, And I remember, I I remember giving Lauren a hug like a few moments before and just thinking, oh my god, she has this like very pretty like red bow in, in her hair, super cute. And I remember just thinking, oh my god, she has no idea. How is that possible? So we'll get back to that. Keep that in mind. So uh, right in the middle of the photo shoot, as you know, things are being taken. Ray uh, mentions that um, his friend Sean has or seen has an announcement, and uh, scene grabs the mic and uh, basically introduces. Like grabs Lauren and I'll, I'll never forget it because you know Lauren has no idea this is coming and 
she resists. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are we going over there in front of all the people? And Sean, quick as a whip. Oh, yeah, we're going to take some pictures with those guys. We're going to be in the middle of it. Oh, okay. No big deal. Wow. How fucking clutch. I would have fucking, I might have froze. Kudos to Sean for, for knocking that out of the park. Just with that, uh, just a quick, you know, switch up of, 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 of plants. And uh, so he grabs a mic and, and basically announces this is the most important person. Something along the lines of this is the most important person in the world to him. And if you don't mind, I'd like to say a few things to her. And everyone just starts losing it because they figure out what's coming. And I love you, Lauren. But Lauren does the most white girl fucking surprise face. <laughs> you know, hands over her, her mouth like, oh, my God. Shit, shit. So she had no fucking clue. Uh, you know, you know, gets down on one knee. She says, yes, everyone loses their fucking mind. And I remember very vividly, because I was in the middle of taking pictures of, of this as it's as it's happening. And I don't remember, like, a few seconds of time. Like, time skipped for me. Um, and clearly from what I was told later on, my reaction to the proposal kind of meets that. So apparently... Uh, I lost all feelings in my in my in my arms because I was holding my phone in one hand and uh, I was holding my friend uh, Ryan's drink in the other, and I just dropped the drink and just like fucking lost it. Just my hands were, were everywhere, yes! just losing losing my mind because uh, I couldn't be happier for those guys uh, and uh, cannot wait. Um, it's gonna be that's gonna be a fun wedding, I'm sure, and. Uh, it's it's crazy to think about like how how amazing like DragonCon was for me, and I didn't go to a single event. Like I think I went through Audis Alley one time. I didn't even get a chance to go through the dealer's room. I was singularly focused on the relationships that that I was building, um, and I had an incredible time. And I can't wait to go uh, again next year. I don't know how it's possible that that's going to be topped between. Elevated parties, punch out uh, proposals, and cocaine, and Randy Savage. Uh, I don't know how that's that's going to be possible, but uh, we'll we'll see what happens. So moving forward, um, unbelievable. Uh, Canada, in Canada news, I don't really do or know much about Canada to be perfectly honest with you, but uh, this <laughs> this this was brought to my attention um, just kind of going through my Facebook news feed. Um, there was this uh, raccoon that was reported uh, that was on the sidewalk. Just It, it, it died, probably got ran over or, or something. And uh, you can actually go look at a picture of it um, on Twitter at Dead Raccoon T-O, T-O. I believe it was in Toronto somewhere. And basically someone had tweeted at, I guess, the... Toronto powers that be saying, hey, man, can you guys pick up this dead raccoon? Because it's just sitting here. No big deal. So animal control has been called. Thank you very much for reporting it. A few hours go by. Still, the raccoon is still sitting on the sidewalk. So in perfect Canada fashion, um, suddenly there are flowers um, on the sidewalk. Uh, Rest in peace, raccoon. Uh, rest in power. Conrad is the name that was apparently given to this raccoon. I don't. I don't really know why. But um, there's there's one thing that I remember very vividly is that there was a framed picture of a raccoon placed next to the dead body. 
clearly not that raccoon. So the question becomes, is that that person just said, just Google raccoon, print it, purchase a frame, purchase a frame, set it up and, and leave it there. Do all raccoons look the same? Racism? No? Okay. So, I, I remember being slightly offended, to be perfectly honest with you. But I think, the, I think the, their heart was in, was in the right place. So things quickly escalate to much more flowers. Flowers and several hours go by. Then things escalate to the next stage of the candlelight vigil. Candles surround the raccoon. Um, I really hope someone out there sang Amazing Grace um, for said raccoon. Um, then I began to, to, to ask myself, is there a Canadian version of that song? Probably not. But um, I don't know why that, that was my first thing that I thought of. I mean, I believe it was in Toronto, so I don't believe that's a French province in Canada. But uh, whatever, that's fine. So, you know, Amazing Grace, eh? How sweet the sound, eh? That saved a wretch, eh? Like me, eh? Is probably the best that we can we can go for. So, as things move forward, um, someone then tweets that residents are have been asked to keep open their green bins as a tribute to said raccoon. Now, what the fuck is a Canadian green bin, right? Well, apparently, there's this Canadian program that is used uh, to dispose of organic waste. It's a green bin that's outside of your home. Um, so instead of taking uh, the that particular waste to a landfill. Um, it is taken and turned into compost. So, makes perfect sense. Great, great initiative. As we proceed forward, 12 hours have now gone by, and this little guy has not been taken to his, his final resting place. Uh, and people are getting a little upset. There are several pictures, however, of uh, much uh, more flowers and more flowers and more candles and people paying their respects. As they as they go by, at the fifteen hour mark, finally the little guy is picked up, and uh, then someone proceeds to write a chalk outline, um, and tape off the crime the quote crime scene uh, with yellow tape. So and people continue to leave flowers even even from there. So rest in power, Conrad. Uh, you finally found your your final resting place. So we uh, thank you, Canada, for that incredible story. Next is two pieces of Nintendo news. So, as most people know, uh, my favorite thing pretty much in the history of ever is the Zelda video the Zelda video game series. I have the Triforce on my left shoulder uh, as a tattoo. And, um, so yeah, fuck yeah, Zelda. Zelda's incredible. So, I have uh, the original uh, Legend of Zelda, the Golden Triforce 3DS um, XL. And uh, it has seen better days. I'm not very good at taking care of my electronics. It's scratched to hell. It still runs perfectly fine. Um, I think that the left, the the L button is not really working. But it, you know, I can I can make do with with the games that I play. Um, so then uh, Nintendo decides that hey, you know that. 3DS XL that you have, that Legend of Zelda one. Well, we just because they, they come out with a new 3DS XL um, that came out, and then the new Xenoblade Chronicles 3DS game was only playable on that newer version. So my my version was obsolete. So if I wanted to play Xenoblade Chronicles, which I do, 
um, I'm not able to play it on my existing 3DS. So I decided to not really worry about it then. Um, and we'll figure it out another time. Then it was sent to me that Nintendo has will release a new 3DS XL coming up on October the 30th. Um, and because I have to buy everything Zelda, I will probably be purchasing it. Not probably. I I think I I think I have it pre-ordered already, to be honest with you. And of course, um, good friends um, that I have, they know full well that I have to purchase pretty much anything Zelda. So I received not one, not two, but six different links that this this, this 3DS was announced and been released. Like I didn't already fucking know anyway, but that's okay. I love you guys. You are, you are my rock. Thank you very much. So, rest in peace, my wallet. It is so fucked on October the 30th. Secondly, in more Nintendo news, my dream of becoming a Pokemon Master will come true in 2016. Um, a few people I'm sure have heard that Pokemon Go uh, is a... Um, a mobile app for Android, I believe, iOS devices that will be released that will run kind of like if you've heard of Ingress, the kind of alternate sort of reality application where you can kind of check into different locations and get points. And you're kind of kind of like Star Wars Battlefront. And you have different um, different points that you have to get. And you're fighting between two teams to, to, to get them. Uh, but in this scenario, there will be Pokemon and at different locations. And, and it's starting up a lot of different questions about uh especially if you're if you're here from Jacksonville do I have to go to Moncrief Road the in the most dangerous part of Jacksonville to go and get a legendary pokemon like Mewtwo or Zapdos because if I was Nintendo that's exactly where the fuck I would put it and you know what I would do I would I would I would do it I'd go over there because if it's a fucking Zapdos I'm motherfucking I want a Zapdos wouldn't you I can't I can't wait for these conversations to happen. All right guys, let's get into a car. Uh we'll uh we, we don't own any guns. No, it's okay. We're going we're going at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Um so it's gonna be alright. There's no one gonna be out. We just gotta make sure that we are we are gone before dark. It's gonna be okay. We just we got we'll, let's synchronize our watches. We'll uh we'll be in and out in less than an hour. That game is going to be so much fun. God, I hope it's going to be good because just the, the possibilities are, are endless for that. Um, between adventures to fighting Zapdos on Moncrief Road to uh, having to go to the beach to fight Articuno. Uh, I, I just I can't think of, of, how, of just there's so many different things. The memes are already ridiculous including um, my current favorite being, hey, babe, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a little lonely and there's no one to hear, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, babe, I gotta, I gotta do some homework. Well, you, you two's in my backyard. I'll be there in 10. So, can't wait for that. So, um, and then last but not least for, uh, for, today's, for today's episode is PVC Penisgate. So, what the fuck is that? Shout out to my Papadopoulos for, for letting me know um, about this one. So, uh, on Reddit, there was a post that basically, uh, someone got their, uh, their schlong stuck in a long cylindrical slice of PVC pipe. Now, 
there's a there's a picture of it. Not safe for life. Um, the member is very blue. Um, so I, I I hope he didn't lose it. God forbid. Um, but he might deserve to. Then I was like, man, when I was getting ready to, to record this. I uh, because I'm a glutton for punishment. I've seen it once. I probably don't need to see it again. But I wanted to find it just for 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 science for for reference reasons, of course. And uh, as I found out, this I don't know if this is a, a subculture or not, but do do yourself a favor. I'm going to do it right now too. I went to Reddit using the search option. I typed in PVC pipe, or I'm sorry, I typed in PVC penis. Hit enter, and there are several, several, several long posts about this being a thing. Um, apparently this is not uncommon for people to do this. Um, there is a life hack for penises being stuck on PVC pipe. Um, why? I mean, you know what though? Fuck yeah. Do you boo boo? Because for me personally, I can't understand, I can't comprehend, rather, a situation where, you know what, it's been a long time, and just me taking care of me just isn't good enough, but uh, I'm not able to close a deal with any of the women folk in my life, and this blow-up doll ain't doing, ain't doing me anything any good. So, and then you look at your bathroom, and you real, you remember that you just fix your your sink by replacing all the PVC pipe under it. You've got this nice long cylindrical one ready to rock. And that and and Eureka, you found it. I can't comprehend how that is a thing. But you know what? That's okay. I don't judge, man. I, I just hope your penis didn't fall off. Because that's the first thing that I would think of is my penis would get stuck in PVC pipe and then I would be on the front page of Reddit. I mean, that's that's just the reality of the situation. That's the that's the that's the that's what we live in right now. That's the uh the life that we live right now. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. What kind of world do we live in, right? Anyway, so that's it for this week. Uh a little longer episode. Um I hope you enjoyed it um as much as I enjoyed recording it because this what what a what a world we live in, man! Between real life Pokemon battles, PVC penises, elevator parties, cocaine, Punch Out, Dragon Con, League of Legends, engagements, life is so beautiful, and I appreciate the fuck out of every one of you. So just remember, it's Tuesday, but fuck yeah, Friday can be every day with the right frame of mind. Until next time, I'm the King of Hugs, Jacob Plick. Love you, bye.